it's about getting into schools and talking to young people because you know I, I know that people can change uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever and we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there absolutely Hey there guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults and those who wish to be as different as possible so thank you very much to find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do and more importantly how you can help head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com hi this is ori the voice of geeky vengeance and you were listening to the chronicles of podcast where you're about to probably laugh cry and enjoy the rest of your day. Hey guys, it's the Chronicles of Podcast. We're back again. We love just coming back. This is why we come to YouTube. So you guys can sit and enjoy. Hey, Jamie. Hi. I believe it's the Chronicles of Ori Kimbler. Is that my right? Yeah, it is. Shall we? Oh, go on then. Hit it. Welcome, everybody, to the 24th edition, the Chronicles of Podcast. And these are the Chronicles of Ori Kimbler. It is I, the bearded brummy Jamie, joining me as ever is this handsome, also spectacled man. It's the Scotsman Tom, yes. I am spectacled now. Um, and might I add that I do love them very much. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. It's one of those things. Like, I love aviators. All right. I've always loved aviators. And I always will love aviators. It's just the way. It's just how life works. All right. Um, and it was one of those things where I was like, I don't really need them. But I have very, 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 very slight stigmatism in my right eye. So I thought everything could sharp up a little bit, be quite nice. I'll get some anti-glare coating on there, everybody wins. And then I found myself going, I'm getting glasses. Like every day, like I can't wait for them up. It's really weird. Why does everyone get so excited over things you put on your face? I was really nervous when I first got mine. Why? I thought I'd look like a complete tip, but... I, didn't. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I'm, sure yeah. I'm not only messing with I'm you. I'm not a complete tit, I'm just a nipple. Okay. I've, I was going to make a joke and I forgot what it's called. The bit between the, that's on the boob and the, the, what's it called? Areola? Thank you, that's the one. I know my boobs. You do, yeah, you do. <laughs> I also know your boobs very well. You do. Um, 
Yeah, so I thought, you know, I have very slight symptoms. I got quite excited about it. And so when I picked them up, I, I, now I won't ever take them off, apart from when I sleep. I was going to say, I might want to take them off sometimes. But yeah. yeah, I don't want to sleep in them. The amount of people that I've seen come in with that second their glasses, they're like, can you just fix these? And they're like, the arms, one arm's over here, one arm's over there. And it's just like, no. Who the hell does <laughs> someone sleep in their glasses? I don't, obviously, reading maybe. Reading or, or watching TV and they're lying down and they fall asleep in the sofa or something. I don't know. Ah, maybe. Um, but some of the ones we get, mate. I can only imagine. Like when you go, you do realize, guys, that you're meant to clean them regularly. <laughs> like we even, we even get people come in. We even get people come in going, Can you clean my glasses for me, please? You lazy fuck. <laughs> you can buy a pack of glasses whites or like a pound I mean, from B&M. <laughs> I mean, it's a service I have to provide, so I can't say no. <laughs> but you absolute shit. Um, yeah, so straight in. How are you, mate? You all right? I'm good. I'm, I'm buzzing. we just done an incredible interview, so I'm boozing. It was uh, it was good. It was very good. It, it was great, actually. Um, not one to suck our own dicks, but you know when you feel that you have a knack for something? That is what I feel our knack is. It was very yeah. good. I'm very excited to reset in a couple of weeks' time. But Jamie, hello. This always blows my mind. Water is flavourless, right? Yes, it is. So why, after a couple of days, does it always taste like shit? Do you find that so weird? If you leave a glass out, for example, <laughs> this one, and it's been left there, and you've forgotten about it for a day or two, and you go, "Oh, water, nice." Then all of a sudden you're like, what the fuck is this? Who's pissed in this? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I have one question. How do you know what piss tastes like? Um, On the regular. No, no. <laughs> Walk the thoughts. Anyway. Um, so why um, is a spider pissing in my drink before? What's going on? <laughs> the only thing I can think of is like air and bacteria and shit. Does a spider wee? I don't know. Do insects piss? I'm really confused now. Oh, really? Oh, you've just reminded me. Remember last week's episode? We started with a random. Why did we say wolf whistle? Wolves don't whistle and shit. Yes. Why do we say sweating like a pig? Pigs don't sweat. They don't have sweat guns. Ah, a new one. Uh huh. I'm adding to the list. I like it. I like that a lot. I don't know. They're normal. That's really interesting, actually. My brain now, I'm all over the place now. But yeah, I think the water thing is probably because air's got to it and because uh, there's more yeah. oxygen than because it is H2O, but there's obviously now H2O. It's what I imagine that as turns out to be. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Have <laughs> <laughs> I just killed you? Oh, that really abused me. H2O. <laughs> it's like a shit version of Zoidberg. Um, <laughs> it's like his uncle or something. He's just got, you know, got stuck in his throat. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> do insects use the facilities? Because obviously, dung beetles love shit. But do they have make their own? They clearly don't if they're picking up other people's. Don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot to be unravelled here, Jamie. Maybe we should delve into the world of insects and I find. Out I think we need to. Sn- we need to start a side series where we just look into the bowel and your bladder movements of different animals. Yeah. I know ants work very hard together, but do they need the facilities at any point in time? Maybe that's why they work so hard. No bathroom breaks. This is very true. This is very, very true. what it is. Yeah, that's really blown my mind. I'm really confused. It's like, if you're eating honey, bees might have pissed on that. That's true. 
Yes, I'm, yeah, I don't like honey anyway, so we're always, uh, apart no. from if it's in yogurt. Or nuts Cheerios. <laughs> yes. Or <laughs> cornflakes. Corn flakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are lovely. Although they're called crunch nut now, not honey nut. Do you remember honey nut loops? So they still a thing. With a little bee? I have no yeah. idea. I have no idea. I'm intrigued. I wonder if they're still a thing. I wonder why cereal adverts don't use their animals anymore. I, I wondered this a little while ago. What, what happened to all the amazing cereal adverts? Like Tony, the Tony the Tiger. Tony the Tiger. The monkey for Cocoa Pops. Yeah. Um, I remember those animals said that was racist. Like, what is going on with the world? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to the... <laughs> welcome to the Chronicles of Ori Kimbler. <laughs> yeah, the Chronicles of Podcast. We're back again. F- filling up your YouTube channel once again on a Friday evening. Hopefully you're enjoying us. Hi, guys. Lovely to see you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we do enjoy doing the old little video. It's funny because obviously from the first episode when we, uh, where that we put onto YouTube, when we're like, oh, the camera's there. Make sure we do lots of movement. Make sure it's like, uh, and then last week we were just like, yeah, but like, we just always do like, that. Yeah, it's good. It's lush. The novelty's uh, worn off after a week. Back to normal. <laughs> so how's things now? What's been going on? Uh, I'm Yeah, I'm pretty damn good. I went back to work today for the first Yay! time. I've never been so happy to go to work. <laughs> it was glorious. Yeah, I bet. It wasn't even a great day at work. It was just great to be there. It was great to be out of the house, doing back to normality. Although it was that frigging cold. By the time I got to work, I couldn't feel my hands from cycling. That bit was a bit shit. But other than that. So when you're out in the cold, why is it always like your inner groin thigh area that goes like really freezing cold and goes really boiling hot and you want to scratch it loads and you get a heat rash massively, but then it looks like you're touching yourself. Have you ever had that? <laughs> that felt like a real personal that just happened. But to why me is it always moment. that area? It's never anywhere. It's always, right, the, though. Your thighs it's always the nips and the inside of the thighs that always get yeah. the really weird and your nose. <laughs> Tom, why are you rubbing your nipples and your inner thighs in public? I'm cold. These are the chilliest areas of my body, if you don't mind. The only way to soothe said area and warm back up is to touch myself. Tom, why are you talking about that? Because it makes it more daunting for you, doesn't it? <laughs> you are obviously worried the way I'm talking to you right now, whilst I am thrusting my hands upon myself. <laughs> oh, but other than that, um, on Saturday, me and the Famalam went to Stratford. Stratford upon Avon, the land of Shakespeare, because we were like, it's Freedom Day. We're all allowed out of the house finally. Let's go somewhere. Let's be fucking cultured. Yeah. We're not cultured yeah. though, Jamie. I don't give a yeah. shit. It was freezing cold. Pretty much everything that you would normally do in Stratford was closed, but fuck it. It was nice. We had a nice walk around. Olivia loved looking at the geese and the swans until a swan jumped out of the river and went towards her and she shit herself. They are mean yeah. bastards. Though. They are mean, mean I bastards. I mean, geese are worse. Geese are, she likes geese though for some reason. All right, well, I'll chill your little beans. Like, nah, all right. And then, but then you walk off to leave their territory and they follow you. And you're like, well, hang on a second. (laughs) You can't have a go at me now, Mr. Goose, because you have followed me. I have got out of your vicinity and you're still following me. And and making sure you're gone. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. The, the kid absolutely loved the statues and I was trying to teach you who they are. So like that Shakespeare, he wrote lots of stories. Who? Why? Well, it's just some dude you'll learn about. Him in the she's future. four. Yeah, precisely. You made her fucking <laughs> listen to a South Park song for fuck's sake. So no, she made me listen to a South Park song and then another South Park song followed it. For some context, the child is still obsessed with Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo and makes me play uh... all the time. And then, 
Jack in it in San Diego came on afterwards and she was like, Daddy, turn this off. And I'm just sat there going, Jack in it for the Lord. I was like, refuse to turn it off. Hey, that guy's jacking. <laughs> He's about to jack it. <laughs> it's funny because it came on, I was at the gym and I was like, absolutely, it's a stain on. Too right. Ba, da, ba, da, ba, da, ba. It's like, this gives me wedding memories. This was part of Tom's speech. This song's staying on. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was oh, what else? What else did I do? I sorted out the loft because I needed something to do. I was, I was going a bit stir crazy. I was like, I'm going to go sort out the loft. When did it get in? We got like a filled the boot full of stuff for the charity shop. <laughs> I was going to say it wasn't like the garage instant. No, over again was it the shed? No, 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 weren't that weren't that bad? But um, I was going through because everyone knows I'm a huge Kiss fan, and I've got box like two boxes upstairs just full of random Kiss merchandise, and I found this a dog tag, a dog tag from 1996. I've had this since I was 10 years old. Fuck off. It absolutely fucking stank when I got it out of the loft. I was like, give that a clean. And I've been wearing it since I look. Do you know when you just put something on, you're like instant happy? Yes. Like a little comfort blanket thing. I did that and I just, my mood improved. I was in such, I was, I was loving life. I was like, it's my little dog tag. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a little comfort blanket. I was loving it. Uh, what else have I been on to? Not, honestly, not a fact. Like the only other thing we did was we watched the first three episodes of Peacemaker. Okay. Everyone needs to watch this program. That it is possibly one of the greatest shows I've ever watched in my life after three episodes. And the greatest show opening of all time. I'll put that out there. Okay. Everyone has to go check it out. Have you watched Suicide Squad? Ah. Nope. John Cena stars as Peacemaker in Suicide Squad, and it's basically continuing on from that. Well, fucking hell, they did that quite quick. Yeah, they basically filmed it back to back. As soon as they finished making Suicide Squad, they carried on with John and did Peacemaker with James Gunn, uh, everything. It's okay. just phenomenal. It's basically Peacemaker's a character from DC Comics. He's a bad guy, but who thinks he's a good guy? He'll do anything to get peace, and it doesn't matter what yeah who he has to kill to achieve it. Is basically his tagline. Uh, okay, and it, yeah, it's just it's fucking brilliant. Everyone needs to watch this show. It's superb. But noted. No, I never watch it. Right? No, I know you won't watch it. But other than that, that's all I've really done. Oh, when I went to go see the kids yesterday. I got oh, nice. seeing How was that? my own children for the first time in like two weeks. Uh, yeah, it was great. I picked them up from school, Lena ran out. She's like, Daddy! Gave me a massive hug. And I was like, oh, I never get this. It's normally asking me if I've been to the shop. I was like, really? <laughs> Literally, she'll walk out of school, not see me for over a week and go, been to the shop. I was like, hello to you too, child. Yeah, hello there. <laughs> it's only your father in front of you. Get Connect Four out. Damn right. <laughs> But it was great. I mean, I mean, kids were just chilling out. Sam was playing that Roblox game I was on about last week. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw the picture I put on Instagram yesterday. No. On the Roblox, you can change your skin to look like different costumes and stuff like that. Okay. He's dressed his up exactly like Rick Astley in the Never Gonna Give You Up video. The trousers, right. the striped shirt, the jacket, the hair, everything. Why? I don't know, but the problem is I realised after he started singing it, he knows pretty much every word to that song, and I don't know if to be proud or embarrassed or confused, or I'm so mixed emotions on it. Definitely proud about it, I would be. <laughs> I, uh, I, I found think my... Rick Astley knows that many words to the song. <laughs> I was at work, and I was doing an adjustment on someone's glasses for them, uh, just belting out five colours in her hair by McFly. It was Great on. Song. It was on as well. Oh, that was... makes more sense. You weren't just singing it. No. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. 
yeah, it was just, uh, and then the, the patient behind me just looked at me. She was like, you all right? <laughs> but you know when you just forget where you are for a second? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just doing. She said, with five colours in her hair. Like, just like screwing and screwing, like just loving life. And I turned around and went, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm at work. Whoops. But, I mean, I do stupid shit at work all the time anyway. So it's not like it's, uh, for the patients, obviously, who don't know me, for the staff, they're like, oh, it's just Tom being Tom. Because, um, like, I keep changing names of lyrics and, like, about people around me and stuff like that. I'm just, like, loving life again. Um, I don't forget when I did that to my assistant manager at Morrison's, um, who claimed to be a massive thief and loved, like, stealing shit. And he was like, oh, but don't tell anyone. Ha, ha, ha. I remember so, that guy. Cool. I remember keeping my eye on you then. <laughs> and uh, I made every Christmas song in 2413 about how we love being fucked in the ass. <laughs> like how I mean loved it. Like I really went for it and I made him cry. <laughs> he was your manager and you made him cry and he did nothing about it. Yeah, it's, it's Mrs. I don't know if it's so His missus came in and just looked at me like, you know, the evil glare thing, like, you fucking asshole. And I was like, you shouldn't have such a prick of a boyfriend then. Who anyway. brags? Who brags they steal shit? Who brags about that? No one. Exactly. No prick. One. Anyway, have you been? <laughs> fucking Tory. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm really good, man. I'm really good. It's been. Uh, it's been a weird week. Not a weird week, I say. It's been an interesting week. Like I've um, obviously the NFL happened. Um, I was wondering on. if you were going to mention this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I only got to the, first, the end of the first half. Um, but we were, mate. I thought we were going to win during that first half. I was like, we are looking pretty good. We kept the Chiefs to like no points until about midway through the second quarter, and then we scored first off an interception. I was like, hello, all right then. But offensively, we were getting nothing done. And then when we scored, the Chiefs went, <laughs> no, this doesn't happen here. <laughs> and they batted us 42-21. So I was like, ah. it was 16-7 at halftime. So I'm pretty pleased that I went to sleep, to be honest with you. I didn't sacrifice my... Ear. I mean, I'm still pretty tired from it now. As you can all tell. That was uh, beautiful on cue, that was. That was great. Yeah. Um, so... That happened, but the playoffs have been good fun. I've watched most of that all weekend. Uh, me and the half went for a walk around 14 Locks Canal on Saturday. That was fucking lush. Um, as you saw on our Instagram page, fill our Instagram page at TCO Pod. Um, we went for a big walk and we found all these hearts on the wall. There was graffiti, there's loads of them. Uh, but we took a few photos of just some. But I thought if I pulled stupid poses, um, and I pulled that meme pose. Is it Will Smith? Uh, the, the, that one. Yeah, yeah. it's Will Smith. Yeah. And, it, and I was actually, I'm not going to lie to you, I was pretty impressed with it. I was like, oh, that actually does look a lot like the, the meme. And I was a bit like, oh, I'm quite happy with that. Because um, I tried to do the kawaii thing first, but she was too far away. <laughs> so How's it I'd, go? Kawaii. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, so I tried to do that. Uh, but it was just nice. So I stayed there Friday night um, and just spent some time with her. It was lovely. We went to the cinema um, and we saw The Matrix. Um, Ooh, yes. Which was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, I like... It's been out long enough now. Yeah, it has been out long exactly. enough now. I like the concept of... Oh, it was a video game. I like that a lot. 
What I don't like <laughs> is everything else. That's something I, I enjoyed parts of it, and then other parts I was like, this isn't connecting. I, I think it, I think it really shit on the first movie myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to spoil anything else. And then on Thursday, we went to watch The King's Man. Oh, how was that? Brilliant. Is that good? It's There's a lot of talky bits, like lengthy talky bits, where you're like, fucking, come on. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, let's get fighting. But it's all about, obviously, how Kingsman becomes Kingsman, and it's just amazing. It's so good. It does look good. I've so, seen the trailer quite a lot. The action <laughs> scenes are uh, awesome in it. Um especially a fight with a Russian guy. Absolutely excellent. Um, so yeah, that was good. So I really enjoyed that. Um, we've interviewed twice. We have. Yeah. So Saturday night and just earlier um, went really, really well. They'll obviously be out for your ears to allow in, in the next few weeks. Um, other than that, man, I've just re-annoured or fifth harmonied a lot. Um, haven't really had much time off. I had the weekend off, but... Weekend offs are weird, I think. Because I feel like if you have a weekend off, you should work in an office. Yeah. And like I've managed to get the next five weekends off. Oh, nice. Two I booked, but like they accidentally put me into work on the weekend I booked off. So they gave me the weekends off around it. So I was like, thanks. Because <laughs> I'm now not in. So nice. Yes, yeah, it's, it's an absolute result. But I'm like, but I don't really want weekends off. I'd rather be off in the week. I don't know why. No, I'm the same. I prefer to be off in the week. I don't know why. And I went back to the gym as well. I went back to the gym. I've been back twice now. Um, oh, last, na- last night was fucking ridiculous. Why? Like, I walked in at 7pm and it was like COVID never existed. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Squeezed past people. I was like, I did 30 minutes of cardio and I left. I new like, year, new me. I ain't staying here. But what I loved, what I loved, but yeah, exactly. What I loved was that I was in there getting changed and a guy came in, bald head beard and went, you're right, doppelganger, how are you doing? I don't even know. <laughs> like, I was like, what a legend. That's amazing. He was such a lovely bloke, so we were just having a chat for a bit. And I was like, that's why I moved here. Mm. It was just really, really nice. Got on really well, but I can't go that time again. Um, chatting to Matt, obviously Matt Robertson does our music, and he's like, you need to go to that gym as early as possible because the later you leave it, the busier it gets every day. Yeah. So I was like, right, so that's going to be some really early morning workouts. That's fine. Um, You've just oh, reminded me though. I restarted the uh, the diet and the weight loss yesterday. Oh, excellent! I was waiting. Yeah. I did my first weigh in. It happens, man. Life gets in the way, though. Do you know what I mean? But the way so, I see it is, it was Christmas. It was New Year, and I was locked in the house for fucking COVID shit. So it's fine. I enjoyed myself. Whatever. I put on eleven pound. Uh, hey, that's not. Yeah, but look at you compared to what you did look like. That is very true. Exactly. Um, literally half the man I was. No, yeah, not, exactly. not literally, but yeah. So yeah, man. Other than that, I've just been watching NFL, played a bit of Uncharted. Um, not really a lot going on, to be honest with you. Um, going to the cinema tomorrow night, which I'm looking forward to doing. What are we watching? Uh, to go see the 355. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so the other half, it's about, uh, I think it's like female assassins. It's, I think it, it looks quite Charlie's Angels-ish, but better. It looks quite good. Never even heard of it. There we go. Um, and then gonna, I want to go watch The Electric Life of Lewis Wayne because that looks really fucking funny. I've never heard of that either. British drama comedy with Benedict Cumberbatch as a painter and he loves cats. He sees paints cats. Okay. Falls in love with this girl and she tries to become a painter and the paintings are awful, but he can't tell her. 
Something like that. Yeah. It's just the trailer was hilarious. I've watched the trailer. It's very periodic, which I can't stand periodic stuff, but it looks really funny. It's done by Film 4, so I was like, I, I bet it's quite good. Okay. Um, finish, stay close. Fantastic. Ah, yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Watch that as soon as you can. Um, and I watched a trailer, Jamie. Did you know? There's a trailer coming out. It's another another Korean zombie TV series coming to Netflix on the 28th of January okay. called All Those Who Are Dead. Or All of Us Are Dead. All of Us Are Dead. Okay. It looks amazing. I didn't actually finish the last one that we got me to watch. What was that? I can't remember what it was called now. Oh, Kingdom. Yeah, that was it. That's fast, fantastic as well. Yeah, no, I never got around to finishing that. Um, yeah, All of Us Are Dead looks amazing. Set in a school, loads of kids, and it just was a massive breakout because the teacher's talking about viruses or something, and they're like working on a rat and it bites a schoolgirl, and all hell breaks loose. But obviously, Korean zombies, Koreans don't fuck around when it comes to zombies. So, here, all the bones crunching if they get back up rather than like them going, <laughs> they're literally oh. like, and they just sit up again, and they've got really sharp teeth and blood everywhere, like, holy fuck. <laughs> Um, yeah, it looks mint. Like, it looks really good. So, and the other half went, well, this looks silly. He's like, oh. Oh, watch on my own then. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But there's that Welcome to Murderville looks really fucking good as well with Will Arnett. I saw an article about it, but I didn't go around to watching the trailer. Yeah, where they get a celebrity, a a guest celebrity to help him solve a crime, but they get no script, so they have to improvise their way the whole the whole series. Whole show. Okay, that sounds it amazing. It looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, That sounds amazing. It looks so that. good. Um, so I need to watch that as well. I just remember one other thing I did. I'm terrible at this. I normally write things down. I forgot this week, clearly. I finished my first book. Oh. Well, not, not my first book ever, but I said I was going to start reading more, and I finished the Paul Stanley book. I hate Peter Chris. Yeah, I hate Peter Chris, the Paul Stanley story. It yeah. pretty much is. It's so far. The amount of bitching this man does in this book. He's like, I got married to my wife. Do you know what? I didn't invite Gene. Do you know why? Because he's a piece of shit and he hates weddings. So I was like, you don't like weddings. You're not coming to my wedding. I was like, fucking hell, calm down. Was the last was the last sentence in it? Fuck Peter Gress. Pretty much. Might as well be. <laughs> After it ca- carried on throughout the rest of the book, like when I got into the reunion tour in 96, it got even worse. No like, way. Peter Chris and his stupid agendas kept throwing things in hotels and putting tinfoil on his windows and he couldn't even play anymore. And it was, yeah, it just... Oh it literally God. should have been called Fuck Peter Chris, the Paul Stanley story. It really should have been. That's nuts. And now I'm starting the Motley Crew book. Oh, cool. Enjoy. Hope it, hope it's shall. nice, fresh reading for you. I I've shall. got um, Jim Carrey's autobiography on its way to me now. Um, which Ooh, I, well, I do want to read about, that. Yeah, I want to read that. Which looks really good. He turned 60 two days ago. Today, yeah. wasn't it? It was yesterday. Is it today or yesterday? Yeah. Well, some, this, some points this, in the recent future. Recent this is out on Friday, so this will be from days ago, mate. So, um, mm. yeah. And he put that post out on Twitter where he was like, <laughs> I, I like peaches and cream. Did you see it? Oh, he's just like doing a stupid face, like licking. I go, and I, I, I do that. Like, I'm 60 now, so I like peaches and whatever. Like, just like old people. So it's really funny. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Jim Carrey is a fucking legend. I that love he him. is. Um, so I'm very excited to read that. And I've also got John Cleese's new, uh, his first book on the way to me, uh, which I'm looking forward to read as well, where he talks about how his mum's scared of everything. I'm so excited for that. And it's like other people's hoovers. <laughs> 
like it's all ridiculous. He was reading out on Graham Norton. It was just, I was laughing my ass. I was like, I need to read this. It sounds brilliant. That sounds amazing. Well, I think we're caught up. So, uh, should we catch up with another legend? Stay cozy. Are you here? Hey, Jamie. Do you like being cozy? I do. And do you like staying cozy? I like that even more. Then just head over to www.staycozyclothing.com where you can find hoodies, tees, sweaters, and much, much more. And just enter The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And make sure you follow them on the Instagram at staycozyclothing to keep up to date with all the new designs. Remember, guys, that's The Chronicles as one word at checkout to receive 10% off your order. And now back to this week's episode. Hey, Jamie. Hello. It's time for Karen's Treatures. Before we start. Oh. Before we start. Last week, I was editing last week's episode. Yeah. I played the treachings out loud. The disturbing treach about teeth. The wife pipes up and says, I think my mum's got my old teeth in a box in the attic. What? Yeah, I haven't seen her mum since, and I don't think I want to ever again. I'm creeped out and disturbed. Just in a box in yeah. the attic. Why does she go, I need to throw those out? I don't know. If she thinks we're keeping any of the kids' teeth, she's got another thing coming. I mean, why are you not a fan of it? Because it's creepy. Why would you keep someone's teeth? Teeth are bones. Why would you keep someone's bones? You wouldn't. In case creepy. they did a murder trial? It's creepy. That's what it is. It's creepy. Oh, Don't okay. keep people's teeth, you freaks. Okay. Are you right? Do, no. Do you, do you lie down? Do we need five minutes here? I'll be fine. Just don't disturb me again, Callum. <laughs> well, on that note, Jamie, it's so, time for Callum's treatments. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you in Callum's treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. Callum is back. And this time, for this week, as it's Ori Kimbler, our wonderful PR social media manager slash wonderful best friend and human on this God's green earth. Callum is delivering four treachings yes! for you all this week to enjoy and allow into your ears so, without further ado, maybe we should just get fucking started and Tom should shut the fuck up. Jamie, what is Callum treating us this week? Should we be worried that the richest guys on Earth are currently trying to escape the planet? <laughs> no. That's a good point, though. No, they can all fuck right off. They do what's so depressing about that, though, is that... <laughs> They've got all this money to build rockets and fuck off into space. Yeah, the NHS is struggling. There's children starving. You know, children. Pose. I don't mean to make it serious. I'm so sorry, but I'm livid because I've had a fucking enough of this bullshit. There's children starving. Do you know what I mean? Like the inflation and house prices and food prices are all going up, and wages are not. We are struggling out of our fucking asses here right now. It's absolutely mental. We need a French Revolution, but a British version. Oh, could you imagine that? It'd be the politest fucking thing. We can't seen. blame Boris for what's happened recently because no one told him that someone was breaking the oh, rules. Oh, don't. Don't. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Let's not get started on this because fucking twice. I read anyway. that earlier. 
it's like I didn't know I was breaking the rules. You fucking make them. You yeah. make them, you piece of shit. You were on TV every day telling us what they were. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, they're trying to escape the planet. I don't fucking blame them. I, <laughs> I just want to escape this country. Um, not Wales. Uh, the island. I don't know. It's fine. Have. Yeah, I have done. But uh, we're still under the influence. Anyway, um, no, I think they can all go and... And what they should do... It's like, oh, yeah, billionaires, yeah, get into this rocket. Yeah, we'll get into space. It'll be fun. The sun, please. Yeah. <laughs> the sun, yeah, yeah. The what? Oh, no, what's the the newspaper? Yeah, you know, that thing that everyone hates as well because they just spread loads of lies and bullshit. Yeah. Have you watched Don't Look Up? No. Oh, okay, I won't spoil it then, don't worry. Just, yeah. If anyone's seen Don't Look Up, the end of the movie makes a lot more sense. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. That film. I need to watch it, actually. I might, really I'll do. watch it at great. some point. Um, but Jamie. Hello. What else is Callum treating us this week? this week? Coffee is just kind of like a baked bean tea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, they're not baked, though. They're roasted. Roasted and baked is pretty much the same thing, isn't it? Is it though? Because ba- surely baking something, you don't roast. Oh, you do roast a potato. Yeah. Hang on then. Fuck off. <laughs> no, Callum, stop being. No, I love coffee. I love baked beans though. Would you like a cup of bean juice? <laughs> it's not. It's not tea. It's coffee. Because tea is. Cli- I don't. Tea is a leaf. Coffee's a bean. Yeah. So it's baked yeah. bean juice. Fucking hell! What's going on? Watery baked bean juice. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, I love co- coffee's a mate. I don't know who made it or who thought it'd be a great idea to just roast them. And drink someone's eaten that and gone, fucking like the biggest caffeine hit they've ever had in their life. People do eat coffee beans, I don't know. I mean, I just neck them in an mar- espresso martini. I was like, huh, straight down. I don't know. Uh, oh, God, I love an espresso martini. They've got an espresso martini, don't you? <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. There's no way around that. No. Yeah, he's right. I, I was trying really hard to be like, I'm going to debunk this. And I'm like, fuck, I can't. <laughs> Absolute bastard. But Jamie, we shall continue. Yep. What else is Callum treating us this week? The word unlockable means that it is both unable to be locked and not able to be unlocked. Wait, what? The word, the word unlockable uh, yeah. means it's unable to be locked. I go what he means. It's unlockable, so you can't lock it. It's also, it's unlockable, so you can unlock it. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> my brain literally went, oh. Yeah, um, that took me a minute. I, uh, <laughs> Callum, it's ten past ten at night, mate. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't is, get my head around that sort of shit. That's amazing. The English language, right? No wonder it's the fucking one of the hardest ones to learn. Because yeah. obviously every word means something and something else. You know, it's different, difficult when the word where has so many different spellings and there's other different ways and there, all different ways of spelling it. Different meanings for each one. It's, yeah. Why, do you reckon people's got lazy towards the end and were like, oh, do you know what? Just make it mean some different things at the same time so we don't think any more okay. words anymore. You know, but I mean, the way that 
the world is going these days there's loads of uh, uh, words now that I, I hear that I'm like I have no idea what you just said to me <laughs> like there's people I work with who are young, way younger than me that go oh it's peak that is oh it, it's what sorry it, oh it's peak what what is it too high or <laughs> what what's is it at its peak I, I don't understand what you mean oh it means when something really shit's happened what I thought peak would be high to so be a good thing I was told it was, a sh- it was like it means bad. You're probably right. I've never heard it before, but I'm just saying I would have thought from the word peak, it'd be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's what I thought. So I was like, what do you mean it's peak? Oh, it's peak, guys. What? Do you reckon eventually the entire English language is going to have changed? Probably. And it's going to be all like your reality TV bullshit that people are making up and like slang and stuff like that. TV shows, but like, this is Peng Fam. What? Yeah. <laughs> This is good, my family. And then you're like, oh, okay, that sounds good. Maybe it's a generational thing. Maybe I'm just getting old. We're getting I think old. We're getting it. old, mate. I think that's what it is. We're losing the plot slightly. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely fine. That's what you, if you want it to be lit, then that's absolutely fine. Not that I know what the fuck that means. Bring back safe. That's all I say. Safe. <sighs> and cushy. <laughs> hey, what the fuck Cush- even is that? Cushy mush, isn't it? <laughs> That and Dinmo. Like, I'm just like, what? What even is that? The kid's mom uses that all the time. I'm Fucking just like, what? what actually, it sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> Dinmo, like, I choose you! Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just ridiculous. I just, do you know what? It's so funny because obviously when I was growing up, I was like, oh my God, you know, when you say something to your mum and all your dad, they'd be like, what? I'm like, oh, I'm so, I'm so cool. They don't know what I'm on about. <laughs> and now I'm that person. Yeah. yeah, now I'm like, the fuck are you on about? Just Pretty give me spe- just get me spectacles, all right? That's all I want. I just slip out. I should go to bed. I should go to bed. That's all you need to do is go to bed. Jamie. God, we're old. Anyway, yeah. Finally, what is Callum Trichiners this week? Most professional NFL players don't even touch the ball. Oh, I see what he means. Because there's a lot of players, like professionally, that are, you know, because they're all professionals, not a lot of them touch the ball. The quarterback, the running back, and maybe a few wide receivers in the tight end. And that's about it. I suppose because so they're all on defensive, aren't they? So taking... all, the, all the offensive players don't. All the guards and the tackles and whatnot and the nose guard and everything, they don't touch it. They just, they just stop the defensive line from coming at them. That's really nuts. I did not know that. That's, that's yeah, really that's I, I, I've never thought about it that way. I've just gone... The ball is going to the end zone. There's the wide receivers, there's the tight end, there's the running back or the quarterback. It's perfect. But you've got all the, the all the offensive line. You've then got all the defensive line, all the secondary, all the linebackers. You know, the kicker doesn't really hold it. He just kicks it. So, you know this game, football, I don't want you to ever go anywhere near the fucking ball, okay? <laughs> you stop him from getting near the ball is what you need to do. That's really crazy. I've never thought of it that way, ever. I mean, it's a sore subject this week, but it's fine. <laughs> um, I didn't want Ben to go out that way, my friend. I didn't want him to, you know, have to retire getting shit on by um, one of the biggest upcoming, probably Hall of Famers for the Kansas City Chiefs. Maybe he'll change his mind. No, no, thirty. He's thirty-eight now. It's like he's been my quarterback since I became a Steelers fan in two thousand and four. So it's quite mental that, like, my whole Steelers journey, Ben's been there the entire time. So now he's now he's retired. I'm like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> so 
I wonder, I don't know who our comments will be next year, but hopefully it'll be someone decent. I hope we'll see what happens in the off season. But anyway, anyway, um, I would really like the Buffalo Bills to win the Super Bowl this year. I really would. Nutsy will hate me for that because they've got Kansas City next. But you know, I don't want Tom Brady there, and I don't want the Kansas City Chiefs there. Let's change it up a little bit. It's a bit of fun. Do you not want the Chiefs there just because they knocked you guys out or just because you don't want them in general? I don't want them because they've been there two years in a row. I don't want them there for third. I just want, let's, let's change it up a little bit. Let's have a bit more fun that way. That's fair. Um, but yeah, Callum, you are spot on. Beautiful treachings again. I'm like so that. sorry that I took the first one so seriously. <laughs> I just, I might have lost my mind a little bit there, so I do apologise. Um, all the opinions are of my own. So, but Jamie. Hello. It's time for Tom's Journal. Ooh, open it. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. You mean that's how really filthy then? Oh, fucking open that bad boy, yeah. Oh. So, because obviously last week we were, I was rambling a lot. Um, I found some really funny, embarrassing stories that okay. I'd like to share with you. So I'm going to share some uh, some really funny stories that people have shared on, I believe it's Twitter, uh, Twitter and Instagram looking at it. So we'll start with, uh, I've got some actual funny shit as well, but I just thought some embarrassing stories would be, you know, just change up a little bit for, why not? Mix it up. be funny. So... Vid Vida W Triple G says, when I was in court, I forgot what to call the judge and I accidentally called him your majesty. And he was like, what? And I repeated it. (laughs) This one's from uh, (laughs) at W1TLFN. Three years ago, a cute guy I worked with uh, wanted to give me a fist bump. And I thought he was pretending to hold an invisible microphone. So I leaned forward and said hello, and I haven't slept since. <laughs> That's something I'd fucking do. Uh, at H. Durant said, I saw a girl carrying a hamster, so I asked if I could pet it, but it was actually a muffin, so I'm on my way to jump off a cliff now. <laughs> Why would someone be carrying a hamster? I don't know. <laughs> All right, they're probably 12. Uh, some of these are terrible. Some of these are fantastic. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Miss Katarina Eleven said, "My most embarrassing moment was one time as a waitress. A guy asked me for extra mashed potato. I replied, they are mashed as much as I can mash them.'" <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. That is absolutely amazing. This one is from Scottish comedian Fern Brady. She is a very funny woman. I have been wearing my boyfriend's hoodie around the house for the last week. I tried to give it back last night. Uh, That's not my hoodie, he said. I realised with horror, I've been wearing our builder's hoodie in front of the builder. I had a little sleep in it at one point. Came out of my room, said good morning to the builder, wearing his clothes. After realising my mistake... After a week, I threw his hoodie into the room he's been working in. He put it in our living room. What does this mean now? Am I going out with the builder? He is pretty old. 
in the building didn't say anything. I know, right? He must have been loving it. <laughs> Unless he just didn't realise. Maybe, I don't know. Obviously, if he's pretty, I don't know, man. I just thought I was absolutely fantastic. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> but you imagine the horror when she said to her boyfriend and went, oh, do you want your hoodie back? And he's like, I don't know who that is. And you're like, I, th- I thought he was going to be like, oh, no, I still had my ex-boyfriend's hoodie. It was so much better than that. <laughs> it was beautiful, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was. Um, this is a text message between um, some people that are at university together. Hey, can you message back when I can? Uh, I have a boyfriend. Oh, congratulations. I seem to watch part of the PowerPoint I need to do. I was eight months pregnant and saw someone I knew at a restaurant. They said, Oh my God, what are you having? And I said, Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jamie, did you know, right, there are 21 million penguins in Antarctica? The population of Ireland is 6.6 million. So if all the penguins in Antarctica decided to invade Ireland, each person would have to fight off over three million penguins. That might be my new favourite fact I have ever heard, ever. (laughs) That's amazing. And knowing the Irish, they'd be down for it. Yeah, 100% they'd be down (laughs) for it. But they've got to fight off 3.3 million penguins each. They're fucked. They'd they'd find a way. They're so fucked. Get the fuck out of my way, penguin. Uh, it's going to be Penelope from now on. Penelope. <laughs> Gwyn Island. Um, Jamie, look, kids are so annoying. Instead of saying, can I have some? They just look at you at your food and say, oh, I love nuggets. Me too, you little prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's true because Olivia does it. She's like, daddy, I like those too. And I was like, I know. Piss off. Am I? Yeah. Go play Connect Four. I was gonna say I'll play you at Connect Four for I'll be there in a minute. (laughs) So Harry Potter, right? Yes. Harry, bring me a burger and fries. That's an order. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Fuck's sake. (laughs) I thought that was amazing. Fuck's sake. And that's the whole movie. Because you imagine people got to pay for that and that was literally the entire film. That would be fucking brilliant. The finished book ever. Right, are you ready? I don't think you're ready for this. Jamie. Hello. Jurassic Park sequel idea. Oh, okay. It's 3 million AD. The humans are extinct. The dino scientists find mosquitoes with human blood. Oh, God. <laughs> Guess who they clone. Better than Goldblum. Fucking (laughs) Goldblum. They mix up the mosquito DNA with Goldblums. Surprise, assholes. This is now a sequel to The Fly. (laughs) Say this is The Fly, isn't it? (laughs) 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 This really made me fucking laugh. Uh, We're the only species that drinks milk after infancy and dairy is really bad for you. We're also the only species that drinks peach, mango, pineapple, spirulina, kale smoothies, Karen. Now fuck off and let me eat my cheese in peace. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that is the best defence against a vegan ever. Absolutely. This also a very fucking laugh as well. Jamie, do you know what? I'm just done with IKEA furniture. I lost the Lichtenstein in Bergen and I can't screw the Frudel gang and Hubert to the toaster strudel doodle. <laughs> toaster strudel doodle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's good. I like that one. And finally, me regularly used the same three things at home. Me packing for vacation. Now, I wonder if I'm going to need four French horns or five. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. You always go, like, use, like, the same thing around the house for a, And then you start packing, you go... But I might need that shirt. I want that shirt, but I need that shirt as well. What about that shirt? How about this shirt? I'm going to take some comics. I might take a table. Fuck it, I'll take my bed. The amount of times you take things on holidays and just don't leave the suitcase. Never yeah, get used it's just at nuts, all. It? It's so nuts because you, you start shitting yourself. I might just take some jalapenos just in case. <laughs> Random thing to choose. <laughs> That's what I mean. This is ridiculous. And that was another edition of Tom's Journal. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. I think uh, before we get to that piece, that we should hear from our friends at Syscast. Oh, go on then. Hi, I'm Frank Guglielmi, and I'm the narrator for some wonderful audio dramas from Syscast, like Marty and Mars, Bounty Hunters, and a great part in Val Toby, with much more to come. You can find these programs on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or head over to our website, www.syscast.com. We are excited to announce that we are now affiliated with the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. And Val Toby Season 2 is complete and is currently being recorded as we speak. Season 1 is now out in full, so you can go over to Spotify, search Val, Val Toby even, uh, and you can check out the entirety of season one plus the special that we did. It's uh, good fun, and it's been getting a lot of love on Twitter recently. So we're appreciate everyone's been listening to Val Toby. Thank you so much for all of your love on Twitter. We massively appreciate it here uh, at the Syscast Studios. I happen to work for them, um, so I play the Sheriff King, um, and we have a decent season two coming up. It's going to be very, very exciting. So yes, Jamie, hello. I feel that we should drag this piece of resistance in. Oh, oh, I wait. think we should. It's already here. Oh. Because it comes in the form of our wonderful, beautiful, incredible friend. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chronicles of Ori Kimbler. We felt that Ori deserved a true special Chronicles treatment due to the fact that she works very hard for us behind the scenes. She's been a massive supporter of ours since we first met her back in November of 2020. Um, and she's just an all-around wonderful human. She's just the loveliest person. Um, as you hear in the interview, um, in regards to the hurricane Ida that hit New Orleans uh, back, at the, uh, back last year, um, the woman doesn't look out for herself enough. She no. always <laughs> looks out for other people. You're always looking out for everybody else. She's always there for, for everybody else when everybody needs her. I don't think she knows what sleep is. No. Um, and we can't thank her enough for all the hard work and everything she puts in for us, you know. Uh, and we pay her in jammy dodges. 
we pay i'd love to be able to you know fund her fucking life to be quite honest with you um but biscuits are the only way to her heart at the moment Ori doesn't stop as tom just said there and when you look at the things that she does she does so many awesome things that we needed to chronicle that story. Let's talk about it. Let's find out about these amazing things that means that Miss Kimbler gets about two hours sleep a day. Yeah. <laughs> As you find out in this, she's helping podcasters and independent creators like us. She's sorting out video games and whatever in Japan. And then more than that, she's the voice of Geeky Vengeance, an incredible Facebook group called Geeky Vengeance, where it's based in New Orleans, but that's... That doesn't stop anyone from around the globe joining. It's like a little family sharing amazing geek culture, enjoying all the stuff that happens around the world. And they go to different Comic-Cons and they literally set up a booth with a sofa, with a table, chair, whatever, and go, come on, let's have a chat. Let's talk about that cosplay. It's fucking awesome. It's amazing stuff. I wouldn't call them a little though they just hit 5,000 followers on their Facebook page something they never thought or dreamed that they'd ever hit it was literally just meant to be something where they you know just them and their mates just hung out and got to talk all things geek uh, and what I love as well is that there's no hate there's no bile there's no shit in that group they literally force and weed out all the crap and literally let people just enjoy themselves have some fun so if you're on Facebook go and follow Geeky Vengeance right now on Facebook just literally put that in you'll find it immediately and go follow the voice of Geeky Vengeance as we're about to deliver you the woman herself, Jamie. Any final words? Love you, Miss Kimbler. Thank you for coming on. Beautiful. Or again, like I said in the trailer, and like I'll always say to you, thank you so much for all the work and all everything you do for us. We appreciate it so much. I wish we could give you more than we what we already do, um, but we know that you're a firm believer that eventually one day all good things are coming. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, she is a cosplayer, a poet writer. I believe that's what they're called, a writer in general. She is the voice of Geeky Vengeance, runs Geeky Vengeance with her friends, and is all around a wonderful and incredible human. It's Ori Kimbler. Ladies and gentlemen, today's modern world of society can be used to do many wonderful things, like bringing like-minded people together in groups, help organise gatherings, or even raise money for people in need. Today's guest has achieved all of this and even spreads her knowledge to help people like us. Today, we bring you the voice of Geeky Vengeance, because these are the chronicles of Ori Kimbler. A genuine honour and pleasure to have you here, Ori. I don't know why we didn't think of this before. Well, before. I mean, you you had to like bask in the awesomeness that is me first. And it, it was the marinating process that really brought me here today. <laughs> I agree. I, I think me and Jamie were talking. It's like, should we should we bring her on yet? Should we wait? Do we, do we, do we unleash her on the world yet? Because genuinely, you po- um, before I get to my questions, you posted a video on Saturday of a wonderful little parcel that I had sent you, courtesy of both of us, of course. Yes. Um, and so many people today who I work with are going, was that, is that, your, is that your boss? Is that your lady? <laughs> your boss lady that was uh, do that package video. I was like, yeah. It's like, why is it a four packs? Like, because why not? 
<laughs> the Jamé Dodgers, and they're fucking yeah. awesome. Because uh, I, I can't get them over here, straight uh-huh. up. Like, there's no place to find, like, the genuine Jammy Dodgers. It's usually, like, the really hard cookie with the over, the super sweet. It, they're Americanized, you know? Because we aren't allowed to, you know, have cool additives like you guys, maybe? I don't know. But, like... I have been savoring them. I took, I took, I actually took a package of those to a party yesterday. And my friend was like, you have legit Jamie Dodgers. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm cool. <laughs> but bu- no. A hundred bucks, a hundred bucks. You want some hundred bucks, right? <laughs> yes. I, I have, I have peppermint tea and a plate of Jamie Dodgers over here for my enjoyment. And to like, cheese all of you who ha- don't have Jamie Dodgers right now. I love, I love, 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 love Jamie Dodgers so much. <laughs> Well, I don't want to feel like I was skinning you out. It'd be a bit of a cheapskate if I was like, here's one pack. Because oh, it, that would have been a tease. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, just the amount. And like, so in, in a serious, in seriously though, for everything you've done for us in the past, God knows how long you've been with us now, four, four or five months. Mm-hmm. Right? For all the work that you've done for us, I was like, I'm going to buy you one. I ain't even going to buy you fucking two. Do you know what? Fuck three, right? We're going four, bitches. We're going for four. Yeah. Represent. <laughs> <laughs> Represent the four. If you're, if you're, yeah, if you're going to buy Dodgers, you buy them in a pack of four, right? Like I, I, I remember when I first made the joke because it was it was literally a joke. Uh, I was like, you know, you could pay me in Jammy Dodgers, and the next thing you know, I'm getting paid in Jammy Dodgers, and I'm not angry about it. We adore and we appreciate you so much. So we're thankful that you're here. We're thankful that you agreed to come now actually be a part of our show because it means the absolute world to us for all the work you do. And uh, we want to put you on that pedestal that you belong on and uh, for the world to see. Yeah, for the world to see. Exactly, Jamie, exactly. Uh, uh, continue, sir. Continue. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much the question? Okay, but honestly, like, it feels so weird because I've kind of achieved a little bit of a sub a celebrity status and I'm not used to it. I'm a really big introvert and you know, I like attention like everybody else sometimes, but mostly I like sitting at home and not talking to anybody, <laughs> but I'm good at it. So that's what I do. <laughs> so you I think we should... find that though, the, the most, the introverted people, the people that are actually the best at fake being an extrovert, if that makes sense. Because we have to do it so much. That's literally what it is. Was that where you were, Jamie? Is that where you were at before you were? Oh, yeah. I'm I'm still a bit like that. (laughs) Are you, though? I'm a bit better than I was. This has genuinely helped me so much. But before, yeah. You'd have I remember to know when me I hold on. I remember when I first met you, and I'm like, he's so quiet and shy. And then I got to know you, and I'm like, oh my god, he's crazier than I am. <laughs> Do you want to get me dick out? Here's my balls. <laughs> Jamie, calm down. Yeah, but I'm not an introvert anymore. Hey, I'm getting naked on set. <laughs> I'm one of them people though that I'm pretty quiet until you get to know me, and then when you get to know me, it's getting me to shut up. That's the fucking trick. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Or he just buys Brussels sprout cheese. Mm. I still haven't tried that yet. You, you need to tried- eat cheese. Yeah. How can you go mm, lovely if you haven't tried it? You bought fucking three to begin with. You've not even had it yet. <laughs> wait, wait. So you have three of them. You haven't right, tried any of them yet. No, because one is for now. I just haven't got around to eating it yet. And then one's for Christmas Day. And then one's for Boxing Day. I'd send you some Brussels sprout cheese or it might go off on the way over. Uh, yeah, probably. I was about to say. Maybe yeah. I can find it over here somewhere. Somebody's got to have it. Sure. I'd imagine so. Anyway, we've gone anyway. massively off track, right? <laughs> As we do. Let's bring it, back in. bring it back in. Get it back in. Ori, yes. first and foremost, the most hard hit, most important question of all. How was your pandemic season? 
that's when I started Geeky Vengeance. And um, I, I started off the, the pandemic season <laughs> with actually having the pandemic thing. And uh, I was in quarantine for two months and I was just two like, just, yeah, uh, well, nobody knew what the virus was doing at the time. And so like I was still testing positive like two weeks later and, you know, all the things that were happening with that. And like I, I, I got a little bit of agoraphobia. I mean, during that time. So yeah. mm. like, I, I was like, until like we figure out what's going on with this, I'm just staying in my room. So the only person I really saw from a distance was my roommate for a long time. And then things started to like go really weird. And I was like, I, we've got to figure a way to get like the geek culture together and get, get everybody kind of like working together, you know, getting, uh, you know, keeping friendships going. And uh, even though there wasn't a lot of geek stuff coming out, you know, having talks and meetups and digital virtual things happening and i'm like you know what and then there was a guy who was just like uh uh he had just got fired from job and i was like you know what let's start something and we started something and it at the time it was called revenge of the geeks and because i love revenge of the nerds <laughs> and uh and then i was like okay all right this is a thing uh, I, we're gonna have like a hundred friends maybe 56 you know we're gonna share memes we're gonna do fun stuff together and we're gonna plan for when you know we can go back out and do conventions again and then it snowballed uh two weeks into that we had 500 members and I was like okay and then a few months later we had a thousand I was like what is happening? <laughs> and then um, we just celebrated our first uh, group anniversary on um, in August, and we had f- uh, almost four thousand members. Uh, we are currently about to celebrate five thousand members. Um, it, it's it's been absolutely insane, and all because we wanted to be able to keep the the community in New Orleans um, together and uh have a a safe place to talk about our geeky stuff and then we started getting attention in the uk and we started getting attention in germany and we started getting attention all across the world and i was like what is happening and i and then people started recognizing me on the street or i'd be in a like a group call with people and be like oh you're the the voice of geeky vengeance and i was like what and that that's how I kind of got my name and like I'm like fine everybody knows who I am because of this group now I am the voice of geeky vengeance I'm like I'm gonna do all the things and then I do all the things now <laughs> it's so cool that you literally awesome. did it just for the sense of like I want to bring this community together I want to bring people together so that nobody feels alone etc and then it literally just went hmm <sighs> Cool. Now you will run this and do that and talk to these people. You will go here, here, and here. You will speak to everybody all over the world. <laughs> it, it's been crazy because um, uh, at the time of this recording, it's right before Fan Expo in New Orleans. And like we're running big events now. Um, I'll be doing main stage stuff for them, which is uh, formerly Wizard World for those of us here in the States. Um and uh, like they have huge celebrities who are coming and uh, I'm going to be running trivia and stuff for the convention. And uh, uh, not only that, there's uh, Sifacon, which is a Lake Charles, Louisiana 
um, convention. They're celebrating their 10th year. We're going to be there. Um, we're looking to go to uh, the Texas Renaissance Festival and be a representative over there. Like we're working on things and it's not just me. Like we have uh, people in the Northwest who are representing Geeky Vengeance now. It's like, I have teams who are going to conventions in other places. What is happening? <laughs> so, Wait till you get one over here. Get one over here. Well, I, you know, we're already working on that. Wink, 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 wink. Ah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, with uh, it, when they start opening up those travel bands and stuff, you know what's happening. You know, you know what's going to happen. We've already been told we have to take you on a Ted Lasso tour, even though neither of us have watched Ted Lasso, but there we go. I watched the first you... episode. Oh, you watched the first episode. Yes. Yeah. You need to watch it, Jamie. You would love it. Ted Lasso is life. Oh, wait. Okay. Football is life. Because I know what football is. It's soccer here in the United States. <laughs> you probably know more about it in a way than I do at this point. There's a lot of okay, overpaid. So... Oh. Hmm? Go ahead. Just gonna say it's just a lot of overpaid people who get paid way too much money to kick the ball around for nine minutes. I mean, that's like football here in the United States. Well, yeah, they get paid even more money than our footballers. It's here. it's ridiculous. I mean, I like I like sports ball, but um, I, I do ball. think like, they they do get paid a lot of money, but it's also a very dangerous sport. Yeah, like, so football here in the US is is pretty insanely dangerous. Yeah, well, it's not here, so. No. Just a lot of fannies falling around, like, hey, he blew on me. <laughs> Wait, no. Okay, okay. Let, before we before we get stuck on sports ball, whatever. But Ted Lasso. All right, listeners, look at me. Look at me. Ted Lasso is the best show on television and streaming right now. And if you've not watched it and like really good, feel-good stuff, you need to go watch it now. After this interview, go watch it. You'll thank me later. If okay. you have Apple TV, £14.99 a month for all those people that want to watch Ted Lasso, unless you can find those websites. <laughs> well, um, those websites. Okay, Apple TV has a, a bunch of really great, you know, um, really great shows. There's another one called C, which has Jason Momoa and now Batista in it, and they're blind and like, dude, it's so good. Oh, I've never heard of that show. That sounds like the greatest show I ever. told you about this show! Oh, she has. To be fair, America gets shows like nine months before we do, so... Oh, yes. So true. Yes. Go. go. Uh, well, if you have a VPN, you can say you're in the United States. You're welcome. Very <laughs> So, Miss Kimbler. Oh, God. Take us back to when you were a wee lass. What was it you wanted to be when you were older? This is going to be, uh, so I actually wanted to be a country singer. Really? <laughs> really? I love country music. So wow, this is a conversation that's happening. Please continue. Okay. So uh, I was raised on Dolly Parton. Um, one of my distance cousin, distant cousins is um, kind of famous. Uh, uh, she's, she's a big country star back in the 80s and 90s. You, you may know who she is. Um, but uh you know, I grew up around uh, uh, Loretta Lynn. Um, but no way, really? Yeah, yeah we're from the same area. That's um, amazing. Yeah, she's like really distant cousin. Like I, I, I'm, I was a wee, I was a wee babe um, when I last saw her. But um, I mean, uh, 
it, 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 she was uh, one of those stories because uh, I'm from Kentucky. Was born there, was not raised there, um, and then uh, you know I just I my family got out of there and we moved to Ohio, and that's where I was pretty much raised for the rest of my life. Um, and then, uh, but I always had that little bit of a bluegrass roots, and uh, I, I I can sing. Just little, I don't know. Uh, it, it's a little screechy sometimes. I'm a little out of practice, but I I wanted to be a country singer. I wanted I wanted to have the duds and the, the sequins and the fringe, and you know, go around looking like Loretta Lynn and Reba McIntyre. There's there's videos out there of me singing. That's <laughs> amazing. You might have to share it with us one day. I will. <laughs> I'll send you the clip. It's not the answer I was expecting, but I'm so really? happy that was the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Like it's it's really it, it's it's hilarious because um I do sing now for fun in the shower, you know, I'll be cleaning around the house and I'll be like, yeah, I wanted that lifestyle of cowboys and rodeos and, and sad teary eyes. <laughs> but yeah. Can I, can I call you Lily Lumpkin from now on? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my name is cooler. <laughs> Your name is cool, to be fair. My it's because she's, she's a country singer of The Simpsons. Yeah, so. I, know, I know. Oh, okay, good. I think Jamie was a bit, uh... I was a little... I'd heard the name, but I couldn't think where I'd heard yeah. the name. You got me. You got me. This Homer's suit was amazing. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> obviously, the, the day job, the pay job for you is working in, like, PR, social media, and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, what was it about that that sort of you found so interesting? You're like, oh, I want to do that for a fucking living. That sounds good. I don't know if it sounds good. <laughs> I'm good <laughs> at it. Um, I'm actually a really big introvert. Um, I, If I can get away with not talking to people, I do just stay in my house and in the dark and play minecraft and watch youtube that's that's my dream job but um uh no i'm really good with people um i like leaving people better than i found them and i feel that through doing pr and and working with uh brands that i feel kind of align with my my own personal beliefs that we can leave the world a better place. And um, I mean, that's one reason I work with you guys. You guys are just so fun and loving and um, you get, you have a little big heart. I love you guys. Um, but no, that's, that's the reason I do PR. Um, and I find that I'm, I'm fairly good at it. Was it just something that you fell into though? Did you, did you pursue to do it because you like to stay inside or did you fall into it or what? I what? just kind of fell into it. Um, I, I like working with, um, you know, independent artists who don't, people don't know who they are. And they're like, we'd rather really work on our craft, you know, making comic books and, um, you know, uh, making independent films. And we don't have, we don't know, or have the time to put that information out there. Um, like one of the new clients I, I just took on Diebold Comics, um, he puts out an array of different comic books and all kinds of stuff. And um, I just took him on as a client uh, and like, he's so freaking talented and I adore him. Wow. I look so yeah. like, like anime styly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he works, he's a, he's an author and he works with um, all kinds of different uh, comic book artists and, and graphic designers to make the products that, you know, come out. And I think he's absolutely talented. The whole, like the whole publishing company is really, really good. And, um, 
I like working with people who are more introverted than I am <laughs> because those are the ones who are like, we don't know what to do or how to people. And I'm like, I got you. Boo. <laughs> I will introvert for you. I mean, you will introvert for me and I will, I will uh, extrovert for you. And then um, when I don't have to, I will hide from the world. <laughs> it's, it's funny because you don't, I would never have guessed your introvert. Never would have guessed it ever. Well, I- and- <laughs> God. Because I was going to say, because you're a wonderful human, Ori. You are, you are special. So, true story. I'm blushing now. Okay. But uh, I look at it like this. I, uh, one of the parts of leaving people better than I found them is I kind of have to like, you know, feel them and feel their energy and, you know, um, get to know them. And part of that is, is, is exuding, you know, confidence. And it, it's not exactly like I'm extroverted all the time. It's called an ambivert. I can be both. Um, And it it swings, you know, wildly depending on what I'm doing. Like if I, if I'm doing stuff like this, it's not very taxing, but when I do events, like there's like a week, like a few days after, like I can't talk to people. I'm like, I'm like, I love everybody (laughs) unless it's work. I don't want to have to deal with anybody. Um, So, I mean, it's, 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 it's that weird, like swinging door aspect of, of my personality. Um, and if, if I can get people to leave me alone, I'm a very happy person. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's recharging the batteries. It's, it's getting all of that, you know, like um, it, it's being able to wind down and like do some self-care and um, yeah, uh, you know, sit in a bathtub and being surrounded by candles and smell goods. If I can get an hour to myself a day, I'm happy. Like, you know, because I'm usually uh, I work in all time zones at this point. Um, Sorry about so I, yeah, it's not just you guys. I also work with Japan. Um, I uh, I'm working on a video game. We'll get into that. Um, uh, I work uh, doing. Um, PR stuff, uh, managing, uh, models, Instagrams. I, you know, uh, I go after people who have taken content from, uh, models and are putting it behind paywalls. that it shouldn't be there. Like I, I, I do a lot. And a lot of what I do is not always like in your face PR stuff too. So. Well, when I mentioned that you're a special kind of person and you're a wonderful human, because I want people to know this, and this is why I want to bring it up. When Hur- after Hurricane Ida mm. hit New Orleans, you went out of your way to provide anyone and everyone you could with food, water, shelter, whatever you could do, you did it, and you were doing it for weeks on end. And I just want to commend you. I want to bow down to you. I want to just tell right now for a world to hear that that is un- that's incredible. Absolutely amazing. Incredible. Um, I don't mean to, I'm so sorry to make you cry. I also had that written in my notes as well because it's incredible. It really is. Not many we, people would have done that. Um, it, it wasn't just a case of like, oh, you know, help the neighbor. You literally were putting out social media posts. You were asking people to help this, that, and the other. You were supporting your neighbors. You were trying to get food and water wherever you could get it from to wherever you need to get it to. Just, I, I bow down to you. I bow down to you, Ori, because I think that's phenomenal. Thank you. Um, I am from New Orleans. So, uh, and I also lived down in the lower parishes for a little while. And um, 
Like it's already hard enough down there because there's no major cities. There's no major, you know, there's one way in and out, um, down into, uh, into, uh, the lower parishes. And, um, I, I know what life was like down there and the, the community down there is so close knit. Um, everybody knows everybody. Um, if you're helping somebody, you're helping somebody. If you're hurting somebody, you're hurting somebody. Uh, and, uh, I saw what happened, um, in my area and, uh, I actually had to leave, um, because my house was okay. I didn't have power, but I felt like I wasn't doing enough. Um, so I, I went a couple hours away where I had internet and power and I just, I spent two weeks, um, coordinating supplies in and out because I, 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 couldn't imagine what they were going through. I went through Hurricane Katrina, which also hit the Gulf South yeah, um, pretty that. hard. Um, I was lucky. Uh, I had friends who were in the military, so I got to stay on base. Um, but down in the lower parishes, there wasn't anything. Uh, we tried to get in boats and we had people hauling, you know, trailers full of water and goods and tents and, and all kinds of stuff. And like the more, I saw going in and it wasn't just me. It was a huge coordinated effort with so many people. Um, uh, United Way, the Red Cross, uh, the Cajun Navy down here, which is a, a volunteer program who goes and like rescues people out of, you know, their houses. And then they, they bring in supplies. It was such a huge community effort. And, and global effort at this point to make sure that nobody was going without food or water or medicine or, or, or emergency care. And I, I, like, I couldn't knowing I was okay. Watch somebody going through that. Uh, and it, it's hard um, being uh, the type of person I am, a very caring person. I care about everybody. I don't want anybody to suffer. I don't want anybody to feel left out. I don't want anybody to be like, I can't have a chocolate bar. <laughs> I want to make sure everybody's got a chocolate bar. Um, and I, I want to, uh, I wanted to make sure everybody had their chocolate bar. <laughs> and, and warm, uh, well, cool place to stay because it was very hot down here at that time. And um, just getting the, getting the supplies in. That's, that's what it, that's what it was. Right. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Let's cheer. Okay. Let's stop you from crying. Okay. <laughs> so, All right. Give me a moment. I need. I need some tea. I would. Oh. It went, is that a Pyrex jug or something? <laughs> it's. It's no. It's just a. It's just a clear glass cup. I it, it usually when uh, like I like this one because it's warm and then you know even if I'm laying down in bed like working on something I'd be like I need more tea <laughs> or coffee I'd be like I need more coffee that looks very empty and I don't have to like look you know like yeah yeah, yeah. that's very funny <laughs> so there's a there's a level to what you do it you know it, the fun stuff not the day job I mean you know, it's it's playing make-believe. You do cosplay, you make your own original characters that you create for yourself. Where does that love of, like, make-believe and nerd culture, where does that come from? <sighs> oh, this is actually a different, a difficult question. Um, so I'm also a writer. 
Uh, so a lot of it comes like, you know, from the, the, the brain cell that the one brain cell who's like, Hey, Hey, D and D, um, no, it, it comes from a, I, a lot of what I do stems from therapy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, so I, it, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I really like horror stuff. And most of my original characters are horror characters. Um, I do haunted houses and stuff like that. So that's where some of that comes from. Um, the rest of it is the community um, who I, I who have adopted me and I've been around and fallen in love with. Uh, and then I'm one of those people I can't be in one fandom at a time. So I bounce from fandom to fandom. <laughs> I'll be like, I really like Macross today. Oh, but 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 Minecraft is over here. And then and oh wait, no, over here there's action movies. Oh, new Marvel's coming out. And I'm just I that's that's me. (laughs) I just bounce from one fandom to the next and it's just whatever entices me to go. And and I don't always know why I really like the stuff I do. I just kind of do. There's a mix of who you are, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Because going back to the horror stuff you mentioned, that's interesting in my questions. Like you said, where did your love of horror come from? Because as I say, you do the haunted houses, or you did the haunted houses, uh, where you dressed up and scared the absolute living shit out of people, which I would love to fucking see. Um, and that's obviously when we first met you, was when mm-hmm. you were doing the horror movie, um, the horror movie, the horror house thing stuff. So yeah. where... so. A, where'd the love of horror come from? And what made you want to go, do you know what I want to do? I want to dress up and scare the living <laughs> bejesus out of people. <laughs> I bet I was fine. Hey. Did, did anyone shit themselves? Yes. Literally. Okay, so um, oh, one of my... Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um, so uh, the love of horror actually didn't start to like the last few years. Um, and like I said, therapy. It started with therapy. It started with like facing my own fears and facing like my own traumas Um, because I used to be scared of everything, absolutely everything. Like I didn't like heights. I didn't like clowns. I still don't like heights or clowns. Redact that. Um, But (laughs) I I used to be scared of the dark. I used to be scared of being cold. I used to have really big phobias of a lot of stuff. And when I started doing therapy, I started like facing a lot of those fears and then I got involved with the haunted house and I was like, and they're like, you can scare people. And I was like, I can, (laughs) you're going to allow me to do this. And then I realized that in and of itself was its own therapy. Um, because it, it allowed me to be a little, uh, acceptably, um, horrific, you know, because mm. people are, are asking for those things like uh, they're, they they want to be scared. They want to be um, they want to be frightened. Um, so it was it, that was a, like a little bit of an outlet um, allowing like some of the that built up like trauma of my own to kind of like come to the surface and, and be able to deal with that in therapy, which was absolutely surprising in and of itself that. So scaring other people would actually help me with my own thing. And I think that's when I be started to become more extroverted and, and, and dealing with, uh, that, um, <sighs> okay. Story time. So I usually do doll characters, cute little girls. Ah, hi guys. And, um, I would, I'd be dressed up as a doll and I would have very pink hair. Um, 
just so you guys know, I hate the color pink. Like, absolutely abhor the color pink. But all of my horror characters at some point have some kind of pink. Pink dress, pink hair, pink lipstick, pink shoes. I'm covered in head to toe in pink for my Lilith character. And grown men are absolutely frightened of dolls. Especially dolls that can walk and talk. And say very cute things. And then say very disturbing things. Um, So... Uh, one of the stories I have is I was working at special events and I was dressed as cute little doll and, you know, cute little big lips and eyelashes and I'm painted all white. And I walk up to this guy and I'm like, hi, do you want to be my friend? And I like, I grab his hand and like, he goes stock still. Uh, and like, he's six foot five and he looks down at me. And he screams and crumples to the floor and starts spider walking backwards. And I look at him and I go, you do want to play. And so like, I got down on all fours and I start like, you know, like creepy spider crawling towards him. And he's like, he goes into the corner and, um, he's, he's like curled up into a ball and his friends are egging me on. They're like, do it and i'm like (laughs) and he's like i'm like uh he says something like you are absolutely frightening and i go you don't know what frightening looks like yet and like i turn over and like my hair is like dragging and i'm like looking back at him like you know kind of like like creepy you know like in the ring and i go i could crawl inside your body and play with it like house and he he like he cries he curls into a ball and pees himself and i was like my work here's done bye bye and (laughs) i get up and i walk off and like i'm running around the rest of the night and his friends are like trying to try they went out to their cars and like trying to find him a pair of pants and they're like we're not leaving she's gonna be your best friend and he ended up getting my phone number after that and we're like really good friends now he's like you're nothing like that character i'm like just wait (laughs) <laughs> like you haven't dated me <laughs> I, remember, I remember a story about dolls and grown men so when I was a little boy I had surgery I had uh, I think it was anoids to take out my nose or grommets to take out my ears or something like that anyway my dad stayed with me and um, he was he stayed over in the hospital so I was obviously fast asleep at this point, and he was in the little playroom area because obviously it's a children's ward watching Chucky and uh, <laughs> Charles play. And he was just sat there chilling out, watching this movie. You know, it's just like up in there. And he turned and looked to the windowsill as a doll sat there, and he went, looked again, watched the movie, looked again, and went, no, nope, not for me. Turned it off, <laughs> <laughs> and came and slept right next to me. <laughs> My boy who's oh. just had surgery will protect me. Right? <laughs> My little two. wee child. It's only two. It'll be fine. Yeah. I'll just throw him at the doll. It'll be fine. I, I, just, I just love the idea of being like, no, not for me. No. <laughs> so one of my phobias actually used to be dolls until really? I, I did, I, until I was a doll in a haunted house. And I was just like, you know what? They're my people now. It's so weird, they, though. It's not weird. Though. What I love is that that was almost a form of therapy for you. That helped you. That was therapeutic to you. 
to be this character, to be somebody else that, you know, scare the living fuck out of people, which I love. I think that's amazing. I love that you find other avenues to, to work through what issues that you're going through and things that are happening to you. It's beautiful in a way. Like, oh, I want to go scare the fuck out of some people just because it's a doll. And naturally, it's making me feel loads better. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> so let's oh, talk about yes. Geeky Vengeance then, shall we? We, we we briefly touched on them, but let's talk about them properly. For those unaware, what exactly is Geeky Vengeance? How would you sum Geeky, it up? Oh my God, it's so many things now. Um, Geeky Vengeance is a Facebook group that we started um, back in August of last year in 2020. Um, and... Uh, it started out as like, uh, like it kind of like a home away from home, you know. I, I for those of you don't who don't know, I am a Hufflepuff, um, and if you don't know what that means, uh, come when you come to my house, I'm gonna treat you like your your family. You're not a guest in my home. You belong here with me. I'm gonna make sure you have cookies and that you're happy and that you're taking care of yourself and that you're hydrating and that, you know, you get some rest and we can hang out and it's all good. Um, and that's what I wanted Geeky Vengeance to be. Uh, it really started um, becoming what it is and what I had planned it on being um, right from the get-go. I, I didn't want anybody to come in because uh, uh, the nerd community has such a toxic fandom mentality. Um, we we're allowed to dislike the things we dislike. It's totally okay. Um, one thing I don't allow in my group, we don't attack other people, even like actors. Like we could be like, okay, we didn't like them in this role. That's totally fine. That's the character not the actor. Um, I'm a huge Jar Jar Binks fan. I love Will Wheaton um, as Wesley from Star Trek. Uh, like, I like the characters who everybody picks on. And, and I think that's more of like the mama bear in me. And I'm just like, no, you can't hurt my children. These are my children. Jar <laughs> Jar's my child. <laughs> um, I mean, and, and we'll like pick on, you know, Jar Jar Binks as a character. And um, they, they send me pictures of Jar Jar Binks' head on a platter. Like, that's fine. You're allowed to dislike things. And, and that's totally okay. And um, even if you dislike a celebrity, like, I know a lot of people don't like Chris Pratt. And I'm like, no. I'm like, you, you can keep your own opinion about Chris Pratt. If you don't like him in this movie, that's totally fine. But we're not arguing about his personal stuff in the group um i i will shut i will pause the group i'll be like you know what everybody's in timeout when you guys are ready to come back and you know talk like adults and um and be kind to each other we can we can have a really good you know uh mandalorian talk about gina carano's character i'm totally okay with that but the moment you start being a jerk you're you can get out <laughs> uh we don't want that toxic stuff here um but that's what geeky vengeance is it, it's it's a great community where we all can come together and 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 be together and and not be separated by toxic fandoms that's beautiful i love that but where did the name come from okay so uh when we started out we started out as revenge of the geeks um and uh, i was like and then i like nobody could find us because there were 30 other million you know revenge of the geeks groups and pages and i was like whatever i'm like rebrand <laughs> so we rebranded and i was like i really want to you know still keep that name where it feels like we're geeks um 
but we really are excited about, you know, um, what, what, who we are and what we do and, and the, the, the things that we're doing. And I was like, you know what? I, I just watched Batman, the, the trailer for Batman. And, um, uh, he said, I am vengeance. And I was like, I am vengeance. <laughs> and, uh, and so we went with geeky vengeance and I was like, but I'm like, I don't want it to be like the vengeance where, you know, oh, we're like besting you with this. No, it became, we're, we're showing up with a vengeance. We're geeking out with a vengeance. We're very loud about, you know, our, our geekiness. And that's kind of where the, the name came from. So how did you get into Comic-Cons and stuff then? How did that, did you get approached by that? Or did you go, can we have a table, please? Um, so it started out with, can we have a table, please? Uh, and then it started where people are asking us to, to show up. Because um, when I break, when I come out for a show, I come out for a show. Um, 2021 was kind of a test to, to see what conventions are like, because conventions were kind of still small, just coming back. But um, for the 2022 season, we're rolling out like a whole living room set. Um, we're bringing TVs. We're, uh, we wanted to you to come in, sit down at our house in our living room, and we can play board games. We can do trivia. And we can talk about geeky stuff. And, you know, if you want to be in on a podcast we record that day, you can come hang out. Like I have uh, several other podcasters uh, coming out to Fan Expo and the Cyphicon. And that's literally what we're going to do. We're going to be the spot where you can come and, you know, geek out about something. If we don't know about it, we want to hear you geek out about it. That's our whole plan is because I want that community. I want that, that togetherness that we really missed for a year and a half, two years. And I want, I want the community to come back together. And if I could facilitate that, that starting point in that area, that's I want to be that that I want and I'm my team at Geeky Vengeance absolutely insane we work non-stop and so hard <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this but I don't sleep oh we know <laughs> uh, I'm I'm always not? working <laughs> do you not Ori no I I suck the the sleep out of other people and then I run on that actually it's called coffee um and coffee. and and usually disdain of some kind and and rainbows and sparkles oh nice i take it you miss cons over the pandemic season i i did um i actually really love conventions um it's the only time i get to see my what we call our convention family it's the the people who are really close together and it's the only time we really get to see each other so i have I, I had missed it. <laughs> I have st- when 2021 started and the convention started coming back, like we hit it hard. We did um, one or two conventions a month. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, and this 2022 season, we're doing at least two conventions a month. It's awesome. It's all over America. Um, all over the Gulf South right now. Okay. Um, while we're working on sponsors and stuff and um we have merch coming out we have uh like uh we have a lot of stuff that's about to happen and it's uh you know uh right now we're a volunteer you know 
uh, group and organization and um, any money that comes in has been going out to charities. So we haven't kept any of that money right now, but uh, incredible. Um, we're still going to be doing a lot of work with charities um, here in uh, the South. We have uh, uh, geek um, it's geeks empowering extraordinary kids um, and they provide laptops and iPads and stuff to kids who can't afford them. Um, so that's that's pretty much what they do. And um, it, it's it's been worthwhile. One of our team members is actually uh, one of the presidents of the organization. And I'm like, what better way? <laughs> Making sure geeks can, you know, do what they need to do and be geeky. And, uh, and that makes that makes me happy, uh, especially helping kids. I'm nonstop. <laughs> we know. <laughs> so what exactly is it you do at the conventions? Though? You say you like you set up, is it basically just people walk past you like, hey, I love that fucking cosplay. Let's talk about that fandom. I and mean, just just getting that family and community conversation going. Uh, you cut out for just a second. Can you say that again? Typical. I said, what, what, what exactly is it you do at these conventions? Is it you're at a table, you see someone in a cosplay like, hey, that cosplay is amazing. Let's talk about that fandom and just getting that lines of communication open pretty much um i a lot of how i found some fandoms is it started out as um i really love your cosplay what is that from and and it's genuine excitement about what that cosplay is and and um a lot of these cosplayers put so much time and effort into their cosplay and i i i like i'm completely floored or if it's you know it's an original character and they're like oh i just threw this together and i'm just like it's so glorious let's be best friends and then you know <laughs> um that's how i make most of my friends i'm just like i love you you're mine now I love that. But I've seen you've got to do things like judge cosplay competitions, like interview guests and stuff like that. How did that come? Is that you basically just expanding your horizon? Is this people at the convention reaching out to you and going, you're here? Um, yeah. Help us out? Yeah. Um, that's how I, uh, so a little convention here called Showcase Comic Con. They're like, oh, yeah, you're a judge now. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. Um, or I've had, uh, um escape from the secret lab uh i was on their premiere for this season as a judge and they're like uh would you like to come laugh and i was like yes i would like to come laugh and uh <laughs> i showed up in my pink wig and my my delicatage and um i i flirted my way uh well i flirted for her freedom that's all i'm gonna say you guys can go watch that okay <laughs> Have to go and check that out at some point. So you mentioned uh, you mentioned a podcast. Yes. Um, would this be the voice of Geeky Vengeance, by any chance? Yes, it would be the voice of Geeky Vengeance. Um, I have uh, I have unfortunately sank a lot of my time into other people, and uh, I don't know what self care is or you know pursuing my own goals. Uh, so uh, that kind of took a back burner. But um, I have been working for the past few months um, on. All of the stuff that goes into a visual podcast um, for myself and the beginning of this year, the voice of Geeky Vengeance, will be coming and rolling out on the YouTubes. Um, we already have uh, the Geeky Vengeance YouTube, which has several interviews with um, well-known um, artists, 
Um, one of them is Robbie Musso, who works for um, uh, Hasbro. He does Transformers. Uh, I've also got uh, Brent Lingle, who is a well-known comic book artist. Uh, he did uh, Snow White, a zom- Zombie Apocalypse. Um, and that was great. I adored talking to him. Um, but I have a lot of interviews and stuff coming out on there. Uh, but it's more like on location, uh, hanging out with people. That's going to be the, the vibe for the podcast. That's amazing. That's the dream for us. Yeah. I know it is. Oh, funny that. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like I have an idea for you guys. So, before we start wrapping up, we do need to talk about this fan expo in New Orleans. Because as yes. you said, you know, you've got one hell of an opportunity here. So what exactly have they asked you to do? And- um, as of right now, um, we have our living room set up. Uh, it's going to be a lot of hanging out and, and talking. Um, there, uh, I'm going to be doing some main stage stuff. Uh, not as a stripper. Um <laughs> Welcome Ori to the stage. (laughs) Coming to the stage, the voice of Geeky Vengeance. Now, but it's Lexa (laughs) Kimbler. But um, I love how that looked like weird spaghetti. (laughs) Anyway, so um, I just spilled tea all over myself. You sausage. That's what happens now. But now I smell like peppermint and honey. It's going to be okay. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, so I'm going to be doing some main stage stuff, uh, running their trivia, running um, some scavenger hunt stuff, uh, pulling together. Like I have, um, I have geek uh, podcasts that are coming in. We're going to be talking. Um, uh, There's, there's some stuff, maybe some emceeing. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Yeah. Um, running, uh, uh, running games. Um, like there's so much. Like I have, I have a few meetings coming up, and we're going to be talking about that. And then um, I have CypherCon coming up, who I'm going to be working with them. I have um, little conventions happening here that are going to be. Uh, I'm going to be working with them, uh, doing MCing, running parties, hosting parties. You know, I'm just a party girl in a party world at this point um which means more more extroversion than i probably have fuel for so if you guys want to take a nap for me you can contact me on facebook <laughs> and join the, the collective <laughs> i would love to be there i would love to be there to watch you in your oh, you know in all your glory and just you know be like it's our boss right there. look at her look at her flying look at her <laughs> She does all her behind-the-scenes stuff, and yeah. she's good in front, too. That's People will find out with this episode. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've got a whole bunch of stuff, and then we're planning a whole, a whole lot of things. I'm here in New Orleans, which is, like, party central all year long, especially around uh, Carnival, um, Mardi Gras season. There are parades, there are meetups, there's lots of drinking and eating and hanging out and getting to know everybody and being best friends and catching their throws. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was gonna say like VD or something, but no. Um, <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? Um, but uh, yeah, 
we're planning a whole lot of events, um, especially Geeky Vengeance themed events, um, movie nights, movie premieres, um, cosplay dinners, dinner theaters. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. So if uh, you guys want to come hang out, you, you know, the two of you are always invited to come to our tea parties. Oh, it's it will happen. It will happen. 100%. It will happen. Um, so, go on, Jeremy. No, no. Okay. Um, so you mentioned earlier about a, a game you're currently working on in Japan. Care to uh, indulge us, Miss Kimbler? Okay, so um, it's it's a stand-up game. Uh, it's an indie game. Uh, it's uh, it's called the Black Doll, uh, and it's a, a. They actually found me because of a story I published on Facebook. It was just one of those like I have these like things that get in my brain until I get them out. Um, they don't do anything. <laughs> they just sit on Facebook and people are like, oh, that's really nice. And they'll be like, I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, um, uh, they actually found it. Um, I sometimes publish under the name Olivia A. King. Um, and I had a Facebook page and they found this story. Uh, and it was about a girl who... <laughs> um is about to kill this dude (laughs) and she like puts a plastic bag over his head and wants to suffocate him because she wants to like bring him back and when people come back in the story they're like different they're changed um and they're like this sounds like a really great idea for a game and i thought it was fake i i still kind of do at times i'm like this is too good to be true and um they approached me and they were like, do you want to write for this game? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, and then they were like, we're just going to buy the story from you. I'm like, no, no, I, I have, I have, I have a, I have a book planned. I have like, this is my character. Like this, this it was one of those characters I wrote for therapy, no <laughs> you way. know? Um, and uh, they were like, Hey, do you want to, The ghost arrived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're like, you're telling. Um, but uh, what I can tell you is um, it is based on a character I wrote. And you can read that story on Facebook if you find me at Olivia A. King. I haven't published anything on there in a while um, because I've been too busy uh, <laughs> writing other are. things. Course, yeah. um, but uh, I, I will give you guys the link and you can find it. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, I, I can't wait to show you more, but I have NDAs, and you know, oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> you know what NDAs are. Not that we've ever had any yet, but yeah, but yeah, we know what they are. Well, day, but... You will. Oh, um, <laughs> before we wrap up, though, is there anything else you're working on that we don't know about that you can talk about, or is it just let's get ready for Comic Con season, baby? Um, there are some other things that I'm working on. Um, I, uh, I'm actually working on some art. Um, I do draw things. Um, I do make things. I make these masks. Um, and, uh, I have something called the Ophites apparently, which is like a cult that worships me. 
<laughs> and it's it's true it, it i we're working on a, a graphic novel for them because it's hilarious i mean the voice of geeky vengeance sounds like a you know a weird obscure goddess in some foreign co- country apparently i don't know like or you know alternate timeline and i'm like oh, oh all right if we're gonna do this just just do it and and if it if it's a thing that works, let's have fun with it. Um, and that's literally how everything in my life right now is. If it doesn't bring me joy, I won't work with it. Um, if it doesn't make me happy, I don't touch it. Um, if it brings me more stress and it brings me blessed, it's gone. Um, and that's, that's one thing I, I, I. You know what? I think I need a T-shirt with that on it. Definitely, um, I like that uh but i i've i've learned a lot that if it doesn't make me happy and it doesn't bring me some kind of respite of some kind and even even being stressed out about all the work that i do it still brings me something joyful and if it doesn't i don't want to do it and you guys know this um i will i will walk away (laughs) i will be like you know what Okay, if you don't want to, if you don't want to, you know, do what needs to be done, if you're going to cause yourself more stress, if you're going to cause me stress, if you're going to hurt other people, I don't want to touch it. I don't want to deal with it. Um, I will move on to the next thing and, and make that joy. And um, being in charge of Geeky Vengeance, I've been able to do that. I've been able to keep, you know, the the essence of, of what I wanted out of it. And uh, I love that thing drives me crazy but uh i'm gonna cry again (laughs) um uh i i am i'm i'm very blessed to to be doing everything and working with you guys i i adore you you guys are my bros stop it you yeah you know you know how much i adore you so well the feelings mutual or we don't know where we'd be without you truth truth be told so you know you would be very unhappy with your life you would have less pretty people in it you would have um i'm talking soul pretty not like pretty pretty um because uh i i strive to 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 make sure that you have the good energy around you and this goes way back to what i said earlier i went the whole lot of you are a very special and very wonderful human and we're very blessed to have you in our lives Oh, um, I can uh, cry again for Christ's sake. Sorry. I know. <laughs> I'm like, you can tell, like, my cheeks are in red. It was just, in all seriousness, just, just to work alongside you, you know, I know that we can't give you what we would normally give you in a sense of, like, how a business ship, business partnership works. But, you know, one day. You guys you guys give me some of the best friendship that I have. And I've, I, I get to talk to you about, you know, like, all the cool stuff. And um, you're, you're two guys that... I don't ever feel um, threatened. Not not like in a, a you know a physical. Not like I know. Yeah. I know. I think I know what you're trying to say. Like yeah, you, yeah. you get you. You are very safe, and um, you put out a product that makes other people happy, and it's very safe. And um, even if it's a little weird sometimes, and I have to look <laughs> at it and be like, oh. These are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Mission um, accomplished. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we 
have some of the best talks. We and I am so happy to be along with the ride uh, with you guys working with Stay Cozy and the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. And um, I have been I, I have I've been blessed beyond measure, not monetarily yet. You know, it's coming one day. <laughs> um, Friendship well, and jammy dodgers. That's what you get for that. You know what? You're not wrong. <laughs> Anyway, um, but no, you guys, uh, you guys have a a great show and I have been blessed to be a part of it and now a guest and, um, I love you so much. And we love you. We love you too. The feeling is very much mutual, Laurie. And, uh, we can't thank you enough. I literally on a daily basis, I'm just like, I'm so thankful for you. Um, and I appreciate you just as much as I appreciate this knobhead right here. Um, (laughs) it's crazy how like with Geeky Vengeance how uh, something is like I just want to bring people together whether it be 50 you know 20, 50, 100 whatever as long as it brings people together everyone's safe and it's it's what sorry 5,000 people what's happened? what do you mean? (laughs) it's in India, Australia, UK uh, uh, Canada here and Mexico what's going on <laughs> yeah it, it was it, like um when we hit a thousand people I was like oh this is really cool I have so many friends now and uh and then we reached two thousand three thousand and four thousand and then you know we're we're, we're about to hit five thousand I'm like and everybody's nice like we, you know sometimes we have some trolls and I'm gonna you know deal with some stuff and I'm just like guys the the point of this group is to be nice to each other and bring your fandom you know to other people and i'm i don't want i don't want anybody to feel left out and i i was i i don't this is hard to believe but i was a bit of a, a loner and a weird geek in high school and and I was a girl who was, you know, into Dungeons and Dragons and, and all that stuff. And I felt left out a lot because there wasn't a lot of girls who were into that stuff. And I was really geeky. And um, and now I get to rule the world with my geekiness. Who is winning now, cheerleaders? <laughs> I couldn't think of a better way to try and wrap this thing up. Tom, have you got any more questions? I want to bring up one more thing. And that's obviously your writing and your poetry. Because for anybody that follows us as well as yourself would know that Ori wrote a poem for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, which was stunning. Absolutely stunning. Um, has poetry always been something you've enjoyed doing that you love? Or was it something you fell into? Or was it because because you're a writer, it came quite natural and quite easy for you? Um, actually, it started because I have ADHD. I don't I didn't do well in school. Um I was a bit of a daydreamer and um, the only way I could deal with some of the things that were happening in my life at the time was to write about it. And um, we had something called the, the poet society. If you guys uh, are Robin Williams fans, there was the dead poet society. Um, And that's where I kind of started finding poetry. And I'm like, you know what? I can use this. I can, I can, through the traumatic stuff that was happening in my life, I, the sun is coming out. That's so weird. Um, as I'm talking about something very, uh, very important. Um, and it, it helped me, uh, get through a lot of my childhood. Um, 
and then come around and uh, I still do it. I still use it as a therapy. I still use it as a communication tool. I still use it as a way to work through things that are in my brain. Um, I will write when I feel sad. I will write when I feel happy and it, it, it keeps me my ADHD and my own anxiety um, from taking over. Uh, or if I've got to like psych myself up, I'll write something exciting. I'll be like, yeah, we can do this. Let's go team. (laughs) And then, you know, it'll, it'll pump me up. Or if I'm really sad and I've had to write something really dark for work, I will write a romance to kind of like, you know, make all of that work so I can go back and write really dark stuff later um, on my personal Facebook page. And um, in some groups, I, I share that out and they'll be like, Oh my God, you write like really cute, like romance stuff. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, Oh, you must have, you must be, have such a romantic life. And I'm like, where, <laughs> if you guys know anyone, I'm not saying, <laughs> look me up. Oh my God. That was like going in weird territories. If you know anybody, um, but no, like uh, uh, writing and poetry definitely help. Um, another therapy. Um, stunning. It's absolutely yeah. stunning. And finally, before Jamie wraps up here, did you ever think that life would end up the way it has done, especially with Geeky Vengeance and that sort of thing? Did you ever think this is where you'd be today? Um. No, uh, I, I, I always, I've always suffered from anxiety. Um, I always felt a little bit of alone and like, I didn't belong anywhere. And I think one of those things was, I felt that there were tables I wasn't allowed to sit at. And when I started to realize I could create those tables for myself and invite the people who want to sit with me or, you know, who, you know, are looking for some place to sit. And I had to make the table bigger and 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 bigger. And I'll make it bigger. And everybody's invited to sit with me and eat with me and, and feel like they belong. And even if they don't know that somebody wants them there, it's me. Hi, as long as you're not a meanie poo poo head, you, you can sit at my table. Um, and I will continue adding chairs and I will build a bicker and um, I will work on this community until there's not a need for it. I don't think there will ever not be a need for the community that is, is building from this and other people will pull their tables up and they'll, they'll sit with us and they'll be like, you know what? Maybe we were wrong. (laughs) Maybe we'll, we'll stop being meanie poo poo heads. (laughs) And, um, and that, that's the whole goal. That's, that's where I want it to go and I want it to be. And, um, I'm I'm glad for the community and everything it's become and uh, oh stupid tear ducks. Um, uh, Is that three or four times? Oh, it's a lot. Okay. Four, four, okay, just checking. That magic numbers back again. <laughs> it's those numbers. Um, but I I really I'm 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 blessed. 
and and I think everybody around me is blessed. My team, uh, my my friend who helped me start it, Don Cooper, who's our staff photographer. Um, I'm blessed to have him. Um, Kate Sergios, who's Tuna Spleen. She's our master of disguise. Um, she's one of the best cosplayers I know. Um, and uh, she deserves all the accolades. Uh, uh, I, have, I have so many people on my team who are just absolutely amazing. And they lift me up. Um, as I lift other people, people up and it's like that, the whole like community and the, and the more we lift up other people, the more they'll lift up. And then, and then we'll just have this cool pyramid of like awesome people. And I'll just be at the top, like, ah. <laughs> or it, it's, or, uh, um, or it's like, you know, a transformer, you know, transform. Or, or like when the Power Rangers come together and there's Megazord and they're like all like, I think it's safe to say the world needs more Ori. And I will help make Ori's and I will, I will help. And I will keep doing this as long as um, I'm allowed to. Beautiful. Right, Miss Kimbler. Are you ready to play our game? Okay. <sighs> okay. It's living things up here, yeah? I, I, gotta, I gotta put the tea down. All right. I don't want to spill any more tea. <laughs> okay, okay. You know how this goes. It's the quick fire round. It's five questions. You answer them as quick as you can. Okay, okay, okay. Question number one. Okay. Your favorite pizza topping? Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a waste of recording time. Um, <laughs> Your favourite movie sequel? I heard two. Oh, I like it. Great film. First mm-hmm. concert you ever went to? It was a um, high school concert. And it was all the high school bands and it was called the Wildcat Rumble. So, and it was like a bunch of like little local bands in our, in our high school. Amazing. It's a great name. The Wildcat Rumble. I like that. It's great. (laughs) Who would play you in the movie of your life? Anna Paquin. Oh, great choice. Yeah. Everybody says we look alike. So I was like, yep, I think she could do it. And last but not least, if you were to get in a time machine or a TARDIS, go back in time and give one piece of advice to young Miss Kimbler, what would that be? Do not let people's expectations of you become what you believe you should be. Oh, fucking beautiful. You've done it. I like that. That's another one to get on a t shirt. Yeah, I know. I'm going to have so many t shirts after this. Miss Kimbler, this has been amazing. This has been absolutely awesome. I've loved this. I I, I always love talking to you guys, and I, I I never thought I would be on the show, um, but here I am living the dream. Well, you see, I know this comes out in January, but I thought there was no better way to end our twenty twenty one interviews than with with you. To be honest with you, I thought it was a very fitting end to our before Christmas gets here. I know this is January the 14th. This is now out, but uh, 
still, we are about to enjoy our festive period. Or this has been absolutely sensational. Are there any social medias, any plugs you want to put out there, anything at all you want people to go check out, follow, etc.? You can follow me um, at The Voice of Geeky Vengeance on Instagram. You can find me at Ori Kimbler on Facebook. Um, I will only add you if I know you. Um, so, you know, um, you can peruse all of my 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 um, profile pictures uh, <laughs> I post on there. Um, you can also find me at The Voice of Geeky Vengeance on Facebook. Uh, and uh, you can find me anywhere that Geeky Vengeance is sold for free. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, and um, all of the other social media sites. And I will provide the boys with our link tree. So, And then you can go buy our merch. Does some of it has my face on it? Does it? Amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. I'm waiting for some dude to otaku his room out with like my my animated face on it. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Ori, thank you so much, my love. This has been absolutely amazing. I've it's really been an absolute it. pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank so you much guys for, for having me. I'll, it's a, I have been blessed to be your friend and to work with you, and um, I look forward to what is coming next year because uh, we've got plans. I yeah, baby. Wait. I cannot wait. Ori, thank you so much for doing this. Enjoy the rest of your day. It's been an absolute pleasure. Everyone go follow Geeky Vengeance now. All of you, right? Listen to me. A ginger is talking to it now. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to see more of me probably crying at some point. <laughs> <laughs> So much crying today. Why do you guys do this to me? Oh. Goodbye, my dear. Bye. Bye. I loved that conversation so much. I did. I also, I believe that previous meant say poet. <laughs> yes, that would be the word you would have to. Yeah. Because I, I, re- I think he realised afterwards that he was like, oh, shit, I've gone too far with this, but I've committed now, so that's what we're going for. <laughs> Silly previous. I know, what a fool. But yes, Ori, thank you so much for being a wonderful guest again. Like you just, you know, the things you do for us is just knows no bounds. There are no words that could truly justify um, how much you help us and how much we adore you. So thank you so very, very much for everything and for a, and a great interview. And hopefully you all enjoyed listening to it as we did recording it. Mr. Steve. Yes, sir. It's time for audience participation. Let's participate, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's participation challenge. This week, I said, is there anything funnier than a beautifully titled porn parody? I think not personally. Game of Bones, for example. This week, I'm asking the people to be creative. If you were to create a porn parody of a popular movie or TV series, what would it be and what would it be called? This is going to get beautiful. It is, but I was like, I just think of something, and then I forgot all about the participation, so now I'm here going, <laughs> shit. And the first that's come to my head is the Titanator. That's terrible. The House of a Thousand Asses. That's good, I like that. Um, I'll think of some great ones while we're talking. It's just um, my favorite one I ever saw, and I've seen a po- it exists. I've seen posters for it. Is Edward Penis Hands? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally looks like Edward Scissorhands, 
but dicks on his fingers, and it's fucking beautiful. It does not sound fun <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Um, but Backdoor Slots 9. Backdoor Slots 9. It's always Backdoor Slots 9. Backdoor Slots 9. <laughs> Good on South Park. Graham Arnold. Oh, we're off to a flyer then. In Diana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ass. <laughs> or the sequel and the Temple of Doom Chicka. <laughs> and of course, The Last Pussade. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Gemma Williams. The porn parody of Holby City, where all of the cast are sexy proctologists. I call it Hole by Shitty. (laughs) (laughs) Kendall Fontnote. The Avengers, rear end game. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff King with the Harry Potter porn parody no one asked for, Dobby Does Dallas. I don't know what Dobby is. Oh, for God's sake. Stu Mask, Schindler's Fist. Yeah, that's a classic. Nick Meadows. He basically just went for classic British sitcoms. The Knickers of Dibley and and Fatherhead. (laughs) (laughs) This is possibly the most disgusting yet brilliant answer. Fjolvar Ulfersen. Dorothy returns to Oz in a brand new sequel. Swallow my yellow thick load. Why is it yellow? I don't know. <laughs> That's phenomenal, though. Adam Whitehouse, Willy Wanker up the chocolate factory. <laughs> Pete Devlin, the Saw Wank Redemption. Brilliant. Chris Norris, Ace Ventura, pet my dick. <laughs> Alex Hunter, impossibly one of my favourites. Oh, stepbrother, where art thou? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Josh Grucock. <laughs> Afterlife. I kept the same title because necrophilia. Oh, <laughs> no. No. Andy Whaley, Jurassic Pork. <laughs> <laughs> Emma Price in another possibly one of my favourites. The Great British Fake Off. Who can convince the judges of an orgasm? <laughs> <laughs> Lucy Bates, Frettingham. Honey, I drunk the kids. <laughs> Oh, that's that's so clever, though. And these last two are my favourites, and I can't decide which one I like most, so we're going with both of these. James Hepworth, Men in Black Men. (laughs) Sequel, Men in Two Black Men. (laughs) And finally, Steve James, Crouching Wooden. Good, let's try that again. Crouching Woman, Hidden Cucumber. (laughs) I must have had about 300 answers for this one. Swallow my yellow brick bl- bl- load was the best. Was Swallow the best. my yellow thick load. It yeah, it's just fantastic. Crouching woman, hidden cucumber just made me laugh so much. Absolutely fantastic. We do love your answers for Jamie's oh. challenge and we can't thank you enough for all of them. Thank you so much for everyone that participates. If you don't get read out, we do apologise. Please keep bringing your answers in every single week. If you enjoyed Jamie's participation challenges and you enjoyed Callum's Treachings, Tom's Journal, the interview and the absolute load of utter bollocks that we talk at the beginning, then you'll enjoy the other 23 editions of the Chronicles of Podcasts, which you can find wherever you get podcasts from, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Matchmaker FM, or whatever you want to use will be there. Don't you worry about that. 
There's also our hashtag WBWs every single Wednesday, way back Wednesday, out at 6 p.m. UK time every Wednesday. You can also find them. They are literally our old interviews and old episodes from our previous channels. You can come and find us and watch said interviews on our YouTube channel at The Chronicles of Podcasts. Please come and subscribe. I cannot stress to you how much we need subscriptions at the moment. We really appreciate everybody checking out, but please hit that subscribe button. You can find us on Facebook at The Chronicles of Podcast. You can uh, come and join us on the old Facebook diary where Jerry's pointing right now. That is what you want to be using. there, actually. And if you have also follow with Jamie, do you know where? Or where? On the Twitter. Oh, at TCO Pod. You can also follow us, Jamie. Do you know where? Um, I'm not sure. On the Insta. I was going to say that. At TCO Pod. And you can also follow us on TikTok at TCO Pod. You can also come to our deliciously, sexy, gorgeously, wonderful, beautiful website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com where Jamie again is pointing. Look, it's right there. Go on, check it out right now. Go and put that in. You can find out all about us, all about the shows, how we got started, all of our episodes are on there. And you can find out all about our wonderful and beautiful uh, affiliations and sponsors like Stay Cozy Clothing, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, and Syscast. The Chronicles of Podcast. Downloaders, reviewers, raters, sharers, tell all and I mean all of your friends about us, follow us on all social media, YouTube, etc. And allow us into your ears. But most importantly, only washes on 40 degree setting. It's a bit warm. It's nice. Shrink. It's comfy. Hmm. Fair enough. I like that idea. Thank you, sir. Before we get out of here, we have to thank our friends. We thank them every week because we appreciate them every damn week. Mr. Matt Roberts with his incredible music that he does for the show. Matt's just released some brand new music, so go check that out right now. We also we need to thank our friend Braden Barry with Stay Cozy Clothing. Go to staycozyclothing.com. Buy one of everything because it's all beautiful and enter the Chronicles at checkout. Get yourself 10% off. Check out Syscast for all of your audio drama news. They've got Val Toby, which my good friend here stars in, but also they have a ton of other stuff. Marty and Mars, you heard all about it in the advert. Go check them out. Go listen to them all. They're incredible stuff. And of course, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. We shout that message at the start of every single episode, every single week. We need to raise awareness for this fantastic foundation. They're doing incredible work, stamping out prejudice, hatred, intolerance, everywhere because it is everywhere not just amongst the alternative community but amongst all sorts of different people and it shouldn't be happening especially in bloody 2022 so let's work together to raise awareness to today's youth and stop it from happening in the future we have just booked an incredible guest who is in affiliation with the sophie lancaster foundation so we get to talk more about the foundation and more about why they help in the next few weeks we cannot wait for that conversation so keep your ears peeled for that one absolutely and also get your eyes peeled as well because we appreciate you could see it also oh, yeah. jamie you said that's so beautiful yeah that's beautiful thank you literally the words out of my mouth spread the message to everyone like us foundation let's stamp out hate everybody let's get rid of it let's just throw it in the bin punch it in the face anything you want to do just just, just do it and uh, if you can please donate some dollar dollar bills y'all to the sofa lancaster foundation jamie Hello. Another phenomenal episode this week. Another phenomenal episode. We do enjoy these a lot. Ori, thank you so much again for being such a wonderful guest. 
and just for being one of the loveliest people that we know. It's a pleasure to know you and call you a true friend. So uh, thank you so very, very much. Jamie is my beautiful co-host as always. Thank you so much again for another wonderful week. I appreciate you. It's been a great show. Looking forward to releasing more stuff as the year goes by. Yeah. 2022 is going to be massive for the Chronicles of Podcast. And we are excited. Hopefully you'll come and join the ride with us. And as for this week, we are going to see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.